A secret stash. Illegal funds from banker bonuses. I'm milling about with Sam Benjamin, and he is the co-writer and star of The Payday. Hey, Sam. Hi, how's it going? It's an honor to join the illustrious roster of milling about guests. <laughs> I love you already. I love you already. Listen, <laughs> um, you co-wrote it with like your bestie, right? You, you and Kyla Fry know each other forever. Yes, so uh, the film is The Payday. It's co-written by myself and the other star, and I would say the leading lady of the movie, Kyla Fry. And we've known each other since 2011. We came up together in the London acting scene. And it was a bit of a Matt Damon, Ben Affleck type situation of going, years of going into the business and doing some good stuff, but thinking, oh, what? why is no one seeing us in these kind of roles? Then we got together drank copious amounts of coffee and started to I brew ideas say for something else <laughs> <laughs> started to um brew ideas for a a movie um that tapped into the kind of movies that we loved growing up and also tapped into our natural energies as well so now here you are you're good friends and you have to make it out so how how awkward is that <laughs> robin straight in with the uh with the key questions okay. um that was uh i mean it's it's a weird i guess it's a weird thing anyway to explain to someone who's not an actor i've known many actors who've had partners who are not in the business really struggling with uh, hi i'm going to work honey and i'm going to be um you know making out with the same person again uh for the next week um so so yeah um i guess it was uh it, it, for me it wasn't it wasn't weird because there's a separation that happens when you're in a scene and when you're playing a character and also you know i had to do several years ago the first sex scene i ever had to do on film uh, as fate would have it the the actress playing the scene partner was someone who I actually used to go out with. <laughs> so um, so you'd think it'd be awkward, but in that instance, I think if you have trust with someone and you have you have um like almost like a back catalogue of experiences that you can you you can rely on for that trust, I think it can be more a more safer space, so to speak, and it can actually be more easy than a total stranger. Um, but yeah, it's just a weird one all around that that scenario, no matter what it is. Um, but who you know, was, who was the actor and who is the move and what was the movie? Can you can you uh, fess up? Um, I can't. I mean, the movie nobody saw the movie. <laughs> it was a it was a, a British independent movie that um, that makes it sound like it was a porno. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it was a British independent movie and. Um, it was yeah, it was one of the first movies I did, and I I don't even know if that scene was actually in the final cut, so I'm I'm not going to name it. But it wasn't, but it wasn't a huge movie. I'll just say that. Can you imagine? You're like so nervous, and it doesn't even make the final cut. Yeah, yeah, guys, your sex scene was so subpar that we're going to cut it from this film. <laughs> so um, I really loved the payday. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I kept thinking. Two things about you. You are very much Tom Cruisean, if you will. 
And also James Bondian, if you will. I love Ooh. the Warner Brothers cop. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a Warner Brothers cop. Um, which doesn't help with the James Bond appeal. But, uh, well, thank you. Uh, I will. I mean, Tom Cruise is one of my... I guess it's one of those weird things. I don't know whether you've had other actors on say similar things of... You might have an actor. I, I remember going to see the first Mission Impossible movie when I was about nine or 10 and it it absolutely blew me away and after growing up with people like Sylvester Stallone and Arnold and Van Damme and people like that in action movies um that my dad would watch with me on a Saturday watching Tom Cruise it was the first time where I was like oh that's he's kind of in the realms of what I might look like um and really look I, like <laughs> and then but also he he is one of my favorite actors so I, I i'm inspired by him and i study his work but then also i think you know i've been likened to him sometimes so it's it's one of those double-edged things where sometimes people see it and um and yeah i guess he is he is one of my influences can you run like tom cruise no, I don't have the running skills. Uh, <laughs> running was never my... Uh, I was in school. I was the guy who wasn't very fast, but I was ridiculously determined. So if it was a short... Uh, if it was like 100 meters, I was going to get roasted. But if it was like a long haul slog, um, I usually did all right because I, I just... Uh, the power of the mind. I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to rocky this thing. I'm going to keep going. So I guess that uh, the determination, yes, but the speed and technique, I think Tom is unrivaled. Oh, you could play his younger brother in in a heartbeat. Oh, there we well, there we go. It'd be that'd be a it'd be a dream movie to to do that. And obviously, James Bond is you know the role that any British actor would dream to play as well. Ooh, okay. Are we saying maybe that? You might have been approached at some point, or I, I haven't. I've 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 been approached by the man in Whole Foods, um, but aside from that, no, not yet, <laughs> not yet. But you know who who knows? Let's see what happens when this film comes out. But I think every every time a British actor is seen in a suit and doing some kind of suave things, there's there's usually rum. Oh, 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 hang on a minute. Um, so I don't mind that, um, Robin. So please continue pushing this. Oh, I will. I will. And I think you might, you will have been like the first um, James with a Liverpool accent, which could be so charming. Uh, you know, I, that would be very interesting. Just I mean, saying. That, 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 yeah, that would be, that would be interesting. There's also, there'd also be a very good, uh, like, spoof version of it where it was like very Liverpool. <laughs> but but yeah, I think um Well you couldn't understand a word he said. Yeah, yeah, be like, I like meet I'm James Bond. Um what are we doing here? Are we killing some baddies or what? Um <laughs> uh, we could have a lot of fun with it. Um no I, th I think if I think if the broccolis approached me for Bond, I think I would be um <laughs> offering up a version of the character that honored where he was actually from. But you know, we'll see. Well, I want to hear about the stunts um, from the payday. You obviously did your own stunts, yeah. Yes, so in that way, Tom Cruise will be proud. <laughs> so what was that like to shoot some of those stunts? It was, so I the, my main experience of stunts so far has been, I did a movie called I Am Vengeance Retaliation oh, yeah. 
um, which is on, I think it's still on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So that was with Vinnie Jones and WWE, Stu Bennett. um, And that was, that was the first instance of being thrown in the deep end with a cast who was mainly some kind of fighter. There was a pro wrestler. There was a jujitsu person. Robin, I'm going to, someone's at the door. I'm so sorry. Can we pause this? Sure. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Hang on. I will explain in one second. Okay. Is that why you left? So you could get headphones? I didn't leave to get headphones. It was because uh, this is so, I just thought I've just got to go with it because I can't miss uh, being on the show with you. Um, There was a problem with my sink earlier in my flat. So somebody's in trying to fix it. (laughs) So I'm sorry about that. I didn't want to cancel. No worries. No worries. So we were talking about the stunts. So, uh, yeah, so I had a bit of experience on Iron Vengeance Retaliation. And then after that, it was, um, yeah, it, it was one of those where when you're doing lower budget films and um, there wasn't really, because in, in the payday, there is some stunts, but it's not it's not like a Mission Impossible movie <laughs> in terms of flying off buildings and things. So um, I've had a little bit of experience. Um, I, I actually, a, a good friend of mine is a stuntman. And we did a skill swap where I teach him acting and he teaches me some martial arts. So that was helpful. Um, and then I grew up watching pro wrestling. So I'd like to think I absorbed some of that through the television. Didn't you direct something that about a wrestler or you played yes, a wrestler? I've, I've, I've directed a short film called Screw Job, which is the basis of what I'd like to make as a feature film. It's my directorial debut and it's in post-production. It's nearly finished. So um, I'm looking forward to sending that to festivals. So you were a wrestler in this in the film. I wasn't a wrestler. I'm I play what they call a booker, who is the man who sets the matches and the formats for the events that happen. And it's about his relationship with uh, a female pro wrestler who thinks she should be at the top, but she's not at the top and has to decide whether or not to force the issue. Let's just say. Oh, cool. Sounds great. So now if you were to say, what are my, what are my biggest um, disciplines? Would writing be first, then acting, then directing? I'd say acting first, acting first. That's always what I I wanted to be and what I was doing since I was a kid and working in local theaters, amateur theater, doing variety shows and pantomimes and um, musicals at the local um, Gladstone theater. Um, which is where the Beatles once played before they were really big <clears throat> in the local uh, town. And um, yeah, so acting is always number one. And that's my main training. I trained at Drama Studio London, uh, which is where Forrest Whitaker and Emily Watson went to. Um, well, so obviously not the same years as you. Not the same. Well, I do use moisturizer quite a lot, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so acting is always number one and then the acting actually informs the writing and the other elements and i think also when i'm writing scripts um it, it does improve your acting and i think it sounds very pretentious to say isn't it i hear a lot of people say it, but it's storytelling and i see myself as a storyteller who's there the the, the guy <laughs> this is the, coming. the guy <laughs> Just so on the show. Yeah, it's I'm an action man, so I have lots of stuff going on in my in my flat all the time. Uh, do you do you make make your home where you grew up, or you moved away from there? So I'm currently in LA. 
Uh, I have, uh, I recently got my green card, so I've been working out here for the last uh, year. Congratulations. Um, but, but I'm, you know, with the, with the international world that we live in, it's very much, you know, I have a base in the UK. I can, obviously a lot of, well, I don't know whether obvious, but a lot of auditions now are done via a self-tape where you film it and you send it off to the director or to your manager. So um, it's quite easy to audition for projects both sides of the Atlantic uh, whilst being in one place. So I'll be in London uh, soon for the London premiere of the payday and then come back and then back to London, uh, back to Liverpool for Christmas. So at the moment, I'm kind of uh, going back and forth and uh, doing that James Bond thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I have to ask you, this is such a random question, but is it true yeah. that you were taught Shakespeare by Patrick Stewart, who to me is like the sexiest man on the planet? Uh, to me as well. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And I actually saw that he was on your podcast, was he not? Yes. Um, so yeah, Patrick Stewart, that was a big turning point for me. Long story short, there was a, a group called the National Student Drama Festival in the UK. Every year they watch student productions and handpick some actors. You audition. I was one of those actors. Um, I auditioned, I got in. Um, so 15 actors, I think it was, got sent to this summer training school at the University, University of uh, Huddersfield. And it was like a summer intense acting school. And we were getting told by this wonderful guy called John Britton. And then one day there was a blank uh, schedule and we knew we were going to be doing some Shakespeare. And then they said, we've got a little surprise for you. We've got a guest uh, teacher to come and teach you your Shakespeare. And then Patrick Stewart walked in. And and it was a great lesson for me in terms of meeting someone on that level who's willing to talk to me and teach me and work with me. But also I discovered that because I always thought that Patrick Stewart, with his eloquent voice, I always thought he was from a fairly well off, maybe upper class background, uh, maybe from the south of England. But actually, he's a northern lad from Huddersfield, working class upbringing. So I, I really related to that. And I, I thought, oh, wow, all this time, like if this guy, you know, obviously he's incredible, but it's, a, you know, if he can do it, if he can do it from the town he came up in, then maybe I can do it as well. And it, it, it kind of shattered um, a lot of uh, preconceived notions. So that was great. Yeah. You could do accents though, right? You could do a Scottish accent, I think, and uh, an Irish uh, accent. I, I could. I, I'm going to say yes to the Scottish because I've been impersonating uh, football commentators. Um, <laughs> accent has always been one of my skills. I think when I was a kid, um, I, I did a lot of impersonation. I would have my, you know, whether it be Batman, He-Man, Thundercats, Hulk Hogan, whoever, I would always do their voice and I'd get very annoyed if people say, was if you were holding an action figure of an American superhero, then don't do your own voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be it's got to be american not british so let's hear what batman sounds like with an english accent <laughs> <laughs> Batman, with that just doesn't that just... well hello robin how's it going uh are we gonna catch some bad guys today maybe something like this <laughs> it's not as good not as good no. is it true that you used to this is an imdb thing so i love doing this imdb Mythbuster. Yes. um is it true that your mom owns a beauty salon and you would read Batman comics for fun? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So she, my mom's a, she still is a hairdresser and she uh, works, still works in this place called Salon Michelle in, um, in Liverpool. 
and uh, or near, on the Wirral in Merseyside. And um, she, so when I was a kid, I, if if she couldn't get childcare or whatever, or if I just had a day off, I sometimes would hang around in in the hair salon. And there was a news agent just next door, and she would, when I got bored, she would send me over with a few coins, and I'd get uh, a Batman comic usually, and uh, I'd sit there reading it, and then whilst also listening to all these women under the hairdryer gossip about their their husbands and their boyfriends and uh and they'd all they'd, they'd say way too much information to me for a little kid but you know hopefully i learned something about the the female psyche oh yeah and you were acting it all out too to the women as they were getting their hair dry <laughs> yeah i was like yeah yeah I'm not, i didn't hear that i didn't i didn't hear that you know <laughs> and here's another one i read about that your grandfather was a private detective a plain clothesman <laughs> He wasn't a private detective. He was a CID detective. So he was working for, for, you know, her majesty's police force. Um, wow. Yeah, he, was, he was in the army. Then he became a, a policeman. Then he became a detective. Um, and unfortunately he died when I was 14. And I don't think he, he would have told me much of the, the nitty gritty and the, the kind of really dark tales that I'm sure he experienced. So um, I only have my imagination and a few little anecdotes to go from that, but it's, it's uh, yeah, I just can't even imagine what that was. I've been a detective in the seventies in Britain. I I feel a script coming on. Well, maybe, maybe <laughs> there we go. There we go. Wow. That would be very cool. And this is so random, but you worked at Walt Disney world. Yeah, correct. I drove the Kilimanjaro safari ride in animal kingdom so um oh so you weren't in any of the shows you were i wasn't in any of the shows no i was uh they were like this guy act what no <laughs> we're gonna put him in a truck he can drive the truck and he can well to be fair there was a lot of narration so uh, i do joke but yeah i i, I wanted to be because they, they look at your height and your whatever your physique and uh, i was going to be tigger if i was going to be a costume character which i was very impressed with um so i was disappointed i never got to play that role but you know how did you come to work at Walt Disney World? It's that is so random. It was an international college program that Disney do where they invite people who are studying in other countries. And I think they have a minimum quota of uh, they have to fill the, the, the cast members with people from certain countries in the world. So uh, I did that. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's great to put on the resume for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's getting me all these acting jobs now, uh, Robin. It's just that uh, it gets me in there. I bet, I bet. So <laughs> what's coming out for you next? Well, next up, I'm I'm filming a role in a film called Bad Tenant uh, in Florida next week. It's a film that I also wrote. It's a psychological thriller about a dastardly uh, lodger who terrorizes a woman after appearing to be a charismatic man initially. Um, so that's the next thing I'm doing. Um, I feel like I've... there's a running theme, Sam, through your through the things that you write. Is Which there... is <laughs> like sexy con man gets the woman. <laughs> <laughs> I like um, I like <laughs> I like characters who aren't who they first appear to be, and I I also like characters who either you when you first meet them in a movie you assume they are. Hold on. You hear that? No. Uh, at first, they um, assume 
we assume as the audience that they're a really nice person and trustworthy, but actually it turns out they're not. Or conversely, when it's a character who comes off like a total dickhead who seems to be self-centered and like all of the wrong things, but then when, as it goes on, they actually become a key helper or hero to, you know, to, to the protagonist or whoever it might be. So I'm fascinated by that appearances being different and you don't know what's going on underneath. Interesting. So that's, that's sort of like what's running through what you, what you write for, for yourself as well. Uh, yeah, that and I also I like underdogs and I like defiant people and people who uh, I guess we're all fascinated by the people that that do that that do high risk things because they've been driven towards it. I guess which it which is you know prevalent in the payday big time. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And how's Kyla doing? Kyla's doing great. Um, she's over in London, uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing her when we see the the premiere. So. Uh, yeah, she's, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be where I am in my career without her. Um, I actually, I just saw Ticket to Paradise with Clooney and Julia Roberts. And I thought I can see her and I doing a movie like that when we are, when we are in our more advanced years and kind of playing on, on the chemistry from the, from the younger days. Oh, that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna let you go to your your plumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that also sounds like an adult movie. So uh, we're gonna pretend we're gonna we're gonna if it's still in there, then whatever, it's fine. We're just riffing on it. <laughs> yeah, it was so nice to meet you. So nice to meet you, Robin. I, I and I do mean I am honored to be part of the uh, the uh, the roster of people on milling about. I love the podcast, and yeah, thank you for uh, for having me on. Uh, I hope I get to meet you in person. Give you a big hug. Yes, let's do it. All right. Take good care. Bye, Robin. Bye-bye. Always new. Always refreshing. Always candid. Always billing about. Robin Milling delivers what celebrities are saying to you. To you. To you. 